Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 359, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. As you all know by now, between my newsletter and this podcast, my goal continues to be to provide you all with the tools and support to unlock your internal motivation, to achieve your goals, and ultimate happiness. That's why I'm excited to announce that I am now offering free digital assets from my UHub, a framework that will allow you to unlock your full potential and greatness by providing you with the clarity you deserve in order to see your self-worth. This hub consists of 12 critical spokes that we need to identify about ourselves because identifying these will provide you with clarity to unlock your full potential and greatness. Two, the growth mindset worksheet, which challenges you to find patterns of thinking that invoke a fixed mindset and guide you to shift to a growth mindset. Download these free printable exercises on my website by clicking the link in the show notes. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Experiencing joy and feeling good is undeniably one of life's most delightful experiences and an essential element of a fulfilling life. However, this bliss can frequently slip through our fingers. The demands of everyday life, the weight of anxiety, or a simple lack of motivation can make it challenging to sustain a positive mindset consistently. However, there are a handful of ways to train our mind and body to prioritize feeling good. And eventually, 
we can become masters at feeling good. So, the big question remains, how do we get good at feeling good? Number one, feeling good is a skill, not a result. Often, we fall into the trap of believing we'll feel good only after achieving specific goals or when certain events occur in our lives. There have been countless times throughout my life, especially in my 20s, when I thought achieving a goal would be the only thing that would make me feel good. And it was this pursuit of empty goals with the idea of happiness popping out of them like a gift at Christmas that had me chasing goals for the wrong reasons. And it wasn't until I achieved that goal that I found out the truth. The truth is, feeling good is an active process, not a passive outcome waiting to happen. Think of feeling good like a muscle. And that muscle needs consistent exercise. We don't just magically have a fit body. We work out regularly to build our physical strength. Well, similar, feeling good requires continuous effort and practice. It's about cultivating a positive mindset, practicing gratitude, engaging in activities that bring joy, and fostering healthy habits. Now, this shift in perspective is powerful because it places the control back into our hands. It means we're not at the mercy of external circumstances. Instead, we can actively choose to feel good, despite the challenges life throws our way. It's about finding joy in the little things, appreciating the present moment, and acknowledging our achievements, no matter how small they might seem. About a month ago, I had just made my way up from my studio, intentionally splitting away from my computer and my busy schedule, taking an opportunity to refill my water and stare out the kitchen window at the foliage on the perimeter of our yard. I was looking out our window for maybe two minutes when I heard our daughter crying up in her bedroom. She was having a tough day. So, I decided to make my way upstairs to help calm her down. I pick her up from her crib, put her on my chest, and slowly sit down in the rocking chair in the corner of her room. It was this precious, beautiful moment, but it was being pulled by the clicking of the second hand on the clock hanging by the door of her room, acting as a reminder of my packed schedule. And rather than let the hands of the clock define how I was going to absorb that moment. I intentionally decided to enjoy that beautiful moment with my daughter, listening to her calming down on my chest as she listened to my heart starting to beat slower and relax with her. By recognizing feeling good as a skill, we empower ourselves to take charge of our emotional well-being. It involves developing self-awareness, learning coping mechanisms, and embracing a mindset of resilience. The more we practice, the stronger our feel-good muscle becomes, enabling us to navigate life's ups and downs with grace and positivity. Feeling good is not a destination. It's a continuous journey. And the more effort and practice we put into it, 
the better we become at mastering this essential skill for a happier and more fulfilling life. Number two, use the menu method. My wife and I make a habit of discovering a new restaurant every week. I know, a bit ambitious. However, the intention is to seek new experiences together, enjoy new foods together, and sift through unique menus, picking the dish that aligns with our current mood or elicits the feeling we're targeting. Well, imagine life as a menu in a restaurant and our emotions are the dishes available to us. Instead of reacting impulsively to situations, we get to choose how we want to feel, just like selecting a dish from a menu. This approach grants us a tremendous sense of control over our emotions, and it's applicable in almost any situation. When faced with mundane or even challenging tasks, we can consciously decide how we want to experience that moment. Every Tuesday morning is trash day in our house. Now, to most people, that might sound like an annoying task or chore, or even something you don't put much thought into at all. However, I wanted it to be more than that. The fact is, I have to empty all the trash and take it to the end of our driveway. So, rather than looking at it as a chore, or an interruption in my day, or an inconvenience, I decided to apply the menu method. I asked myself, how do I want to feel while bringing out the trash? And the answer I came up with? Peaceful. See, it's around 6.15 a.m. when I wheel the trash down to the end of our driveway. And at that time, the sun hasn't risen. It's still twilight, where the atmosphere is partially illuminated by the sun, being neither totally dark nor completely lit. Most lights are off in the distant neighbor's windows. The air is still. Birds are just starting to wake up. You can see still the stars, random satellites, and this time of year, the foliage around our property. And rather than rushing to the end of the driveway like it's a rally race, I wanted to take my time walking down our driveway and back into our garage, absorbing those morning smells, birds starting to chirp, stars glowing in space. My trash expedition became an excuse, a reason to be at peace, to be present. By practicing how we want to experience moments throughout our day, we train our minds to be intentional about our emotional responses. Rather than being at the mercy of external events, we become the curator of our own emotional state. The menu method allows us to detach our feelings from immediate circumstances and choose positivity and joy instead. And beyond this, it empowers us to find delight in everyday activities. Mundane tasks can become opportunities for creativity, joy, or gratitude. It's a transformative way of approaching life, turning routine moments into opportunities to practice feeling good. 
The Motivated Mind is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you ever felt like your own brain was obstructing your progress? You know what you should do, what's in your best interest, but you struggle to follow through. Perhaps it's sticking to a habit, maintaining a routine, hitting the gym, or simply putting away electronics before bed. We've all experienced these moments trapped in a frustrating cycle where our own minds seem to conspire against us. The challenging part is that we're well aware of what we should be doing for our well-being, yet we can't seem to muster the willpower to act on it. This is where therapy can step in, helping us uncover the barriers holding us back and enabling us to work with ourselves rather than against ourselves. Therapy has helped me deconstruct these barriers and build doors to walk right through them, allowing me and my brain to work together. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MotivatedMind today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Motivated Mind. Number three, breathe. Focusing on the breath is a foundational aspect of mastering the skill of feeling good. Now, many people turn to meditation or breathwork practices to achieve this, but it's important to note that it's not merely about sitting still. It's about honing the ability to quiet the mind and create mental space regardless of our surroundings or circumstances. In the chaos of daily life, unexpected challenges inevitably arise. When we've trained our minds through mindful breathing practices, we gain the invaluable ability to respond rather than react impulsively. It's this subtle but profound difference between responding and reacting that can make a world of difference in our lives. See, when we react, it's often immediate, instinctual, and driven by raw emotions. Reactions are impulsive. And it's this impulsiveness that can sometimes lead to regrettable decisions. Now, on the other hand, responding implies a thoughtful pause. It means taking a moment to assess the situation, considering our emotions, and then choosing how to act. This space between stimulus and response, as Viktor Frankl famously said, is where your power lies. It's the ability to bring awareness to our emotions, understand them, and then decide how we want to proceed. We learn to observe our emotions without being consumed by them. And the byproduct of this shift allows us to make decisions from a place of clarity and balance. It's this thoughtful maneuvering that instills a sense of calm, resilience, and emotional intelligence. Number four, radically change your body. 
This can be a potent strategy for mastering the art of feeling good. It's like a feel-good starter kit, one that can swiftly transform our mood and energy. And each of us has access to this starter kit. This kit and process within it involves a series of activities that engage our body, mind, and senses, creating a powerful synergy that enhances our overall well-being. I've personally found success in three different methods within this starter kit. Number one, sweating. Engaging in physical exercise that makes us sweat, whether it's jogging, dancing, or practicing yoga, releases endorphins, our body's natural stress relievers. This natural high can significantly elevate our mood and energy levels. Some mornings, like all of us, I'll wake up less motivated or slightly overwhelmed, feeling this pressure on my chest and my temple, trying to push me toward inaction. And rather than let this force win, I push myself to make my way down to our basement to work out. And no matter how demotivated, exhausted, or depleted I feel upon waking up, the ability to find that sliver of strength and water it with intention and hope completely pivots the rest of my day. It acts as a reminder that this initial overwhelm, pressure, or internal conflict can be beaten, which proves to ourselves how much control we truly have, even in the smallest moments. Number two, showering. Taking a refreshing shower not only cleanses our body, but also provides a sensory experience. The sensation of warm water beating off our skin can be incredibly rejuvenating, washing away fatigue and revitalizing our spirit. Now, on the other hand, cold showers or ice baths can stimulate our body's natural healing processes. It invigorates our senses, boosts circulation, and can provide a natural energy boost, leaving us feeling refreshed and alert. Showers for me have become extremely intentional. They've become a white space for clearing my mind, pausing, and allowing my creative thoughts to freely flow without any restriction. So much, in fact, that most often I place my phone on the windowsill beside my shower so I can easily transfer my creative thoughts to my notes app. Lastly, number three, music. Music just isn't background noise. It's a direct pathway to our emotions and can influence our mood in the blink of an eye. When we listen to music, especially tunes that are uplifting or calming, it has this magical ability to alter our emotions almost instantly. Yeah, don't act like you haven't sought out some nostalgia by listening to some classic 90s and 2000 jams like Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, Yeah by Usher, This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan, or Don't Speak by No Doubt. We know who you are. I'm also pointing at myself right now. Nonetheless, music can make us feel powerful emotions, ease our minds, and boost our sense of well-being overall. Now, 
Traditional music platforms like Spotify or Apple Music or even natural sounds like Pink or White Noise do impact our brains positively, but only to a certain extent. Because of this knowledge, I specifically use a platform called Brain FM. They actually hold patents on technology to elicit strong neural phase locking. Now, you're probably thinking, what the hell is neural phase locking? In simple terms, it's the firing of neurons to engage in various kinds of coordinated activity. They've purpose-built unique music that steers you into a desired mental state. One that significantly enhances blood flow in the brain compared to traditional music. So, whether I'm trying to engage in deep work, learning, or spark creativity, each of their unique channels allows me to radically shift my mind. Remember, the fastest way to feel different is to radically change our body. Number five, there is no fifth step. Feeling good takes less than you think. Don't overestimate it. Stop constantly chasing after fleeting moments of joy. Instead, embrace these four approaches and you can truly get good at feeling good. This week's shoutout is by Megan who sent me a DM on Instagram. I was trying to look for something, someone, anything really to help put myself in a better thinking position. I stumbled on your podcast and so far I love it. It has helped me so much. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows, you just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to get good at feeling good. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.